0: All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender.
2: Hey, welcome to the show. All oh, you are gonna just you're gonna be so excited. You are gonna be so excited. Can you tell I'm excited? Because we have from the campaign office in Wisconsin. A true hero, one of the most powerful women in the United States, someone that is a champion for all Americans with disabilities, someone that is absolutely a blessing to all of us, and can you imagine that Valerie Jarrett would take time to, for us to be on this show. Welcome to the show, Valerie.
0: Joyce, thank you so much. You know I am delighted to come on your show. We've been talking about it for a while. We thought it would be really important to do as we enter into the home stretch with seven days to go to the election. And you're right, I'm here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, with a group of volunteers who have been showing up day after day after day, knocking on doors and making phone calls on behalf of um, our president and our country. So I'm delighted to be with you.
2: Well, we're delighted to have you. And I know that President Obama is very busy, uh, in this country with this tragedy that has come from Sandy, this terrible hur- hurricane. And as you might guess, this also, this impacts everyone, but, you know, for some people with disabilities, this is very hard.
0: Yes, uh, President Obama is moving absolutely all of our federal resources to meet, um, the needs of the people who are in the states who have been affected. He's coordinating very closely through our FEMA office, with state and local government elected officials, many of whom you've probably heard or seen on television over the course of the last 48 hours. president is um, working tirelessly uh, to make sure that everything is... we're doing everything humanly possible to help people, particularly those who are most vulnerable at a time such as this, including people. Disabilities. And so, of course, our hearts and prayers go out to those who have been hurt by this devastating, devastating hurricane. But everyone should be very confident, knowing that their president, President Obama, is doing everything possible to make sure that we're there to help. And I know that he
2: is. And you know, Valerie, as everyone listening to the show knows, I mean, you—you you are just—you're so famous. We're so, I see you on CNN and every show in the world constantly, and yet, you take time, only a few days before this presidential election, for our community, the disability community, and frequently, in all these campaigns, we are not mentioned, we're not included, but in this campaign, President Obama has included us. I wonder if you could share with our listeners why you believe President Obama is so committed.
0: Well, thank you, Joyce, for those kind words. And, it's, it's, of course, it's always an honor for me to be able to speak with you and for me to have a chance to come on your show and talk to everyone about why the President cares so deeply about the disability community. And so I'll just want you to kind of take a few minutes to describe it from my perspective Much of his perspective comes from the fact that both he and the First Lady were raised by humble families who dreamed that if they sacrificed, their children would be able to do better, no matter what their challenges, and reach their dreams. And the President often talks about the First Lady's dad, Frazier Robinson, and he was stricken with MS when he was only 30 years old. And by the time the president met Mr. Robinson, Mr. Robinson had to use two canes in order to walk. He had a blue-collar job in the water filtration plant in the city of Chicago, and he got up very early in the morning to get dressed because he wanted to dress himself every day. And even with his MS, as it got worse and it took him longer and longer to get ready, Mr. Robinson never missed a day of work. That was his attitude. But so what? So he had to do everything he needed to do to provide for his family. He didn't miss his daughter's dance recitals or his son's basketball games. And he was so proud when both of his children were accepted to Princeton University. And even though they both received scholarships, Mr. Robinson paid a share of their tuition because he wanted to contribute to their education. And the president knows that everybody, everybody, Joyce, in your listening audience, has a story like that about someone in their family. And when the president hears those stories every single place he goes, it just reminds him of how important it is to focus not just on one's ability, but also to those who have disabilities, because if those who have disabilities why reach their full ability? And that's what the president's all about, providing everybody the opportunity to reach their full ability. And it reminds him of what makes our country so exceptional, what makes us so special, is the basic bargain, it's this basic idea, Joyce, that in this country, no matter where you come from, no matter what you look like, no matter what your last name is, no matter what your setback, your challenge, your disability, your experience, that in this country, if you work hard and if you're willing to take responsibility, then you can make it if you try. You can get ahead. And that's what's been the driving force behind this presidency, laying the foundation for an economy that's built to last, where hard work pays off, where responsibility is rewarded, and where everyone, and I mean everyone, gets an equal shot at success and so Joyce, uh, you know, I've known the president now for 21 years and I know, I know him well and I know that the qualities, the personal leadership qualities that he, that he possesses are the ones that we all want in a president and they are character, integrity, compassion, a core decency, a moral compass that only points towards true north. That's what matters the most. It's why he's so committed to supporting everyone, including people with disabilities, and we know that we can trust President Obama to look out for each and every one of us.
2: Oh, well, I know. He is all about inclusion, and that's why this is so important to all of us with disabilities. And I will tell you that even through this stormy weather in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Valerie, All of my employees with disabilities were the first ones in the building, and I bet that doesn't surprise you.
0: No, of course not. Of course not. It reminds me of the story, Joyce, of Jamie, who you helped, who has a severe disability, but is smart as a weapon, keenly able to work with technology. And when you first met him, if I recall correctly, he had a resume that said, I'm Jamie, and I'm willing to work for $10 an hour because I have a disability. And you snatched that resume away from him and <laughs> tore it up and told him how to write a resume that marketed his strengths and his amazing talents. And now he's featured where? The Money Magazine? Yeah, absolutely. Employee with superb skills making it happen. And, and that's what the president's all about. People have so much potential, they just need a leg up, they just need a little bit of help, and you want a president who's committed to doing just that.
2: Yes, that's right. Well, you know, one of our generals that passed away that is so famous in the disability community, and I know you met his wife Yoshiko, is Justin Dart Jr., who is the disability community's great civil rights leader. He had a saying that you'll see a lot of places, and it was, vote as if your life depends on it, because he does. He also said, if you don't vote, you don't count. Why do you think those words are so important
0: to our community today? Well, they really resonate with me. And, and Joyce, I think back to the fact that it's now been 22 years since the signing of the American with Disabilities Act, so we have made significant progress working together to give all Americans the freedom to make their lives what they will. And the president marked the 20th anniversary of the ADA by signing an executive order to make our economy fairer and increase employment opportunities for people with disabilities. And he set a goal of employing an additional 100,000 people within the federal government uh, within the next five years, and we are on track for that. And he launched the Add Us In program to create models and strategies that can help be replicated across the country for businesses and for employers. Um, Obamacare, you know we're calling it Obamacare, Joyce, because Obama does care, will do more to give Americans with disabilities control over their own independent lives than any piece of legislation since the ADA. So today, insurance companies are no longer allowed to deny coverage to children with pre-existing conditions, including disabilities. Starting in 2013, no insurance company will be able to deny coverage or charge more based on a pre-existing condition for people of all ages, and insurance companies will no longer be able to impose lifetime dollar limits or coverage. And Medicaid will continue to cover many people with disabilities now and provide insurance to even more Americans in the future. And President Obama is just so deeply invested in enforcing Olmstead and to help people with disabilities live independently in their own homes and communities. And that's why the President declared back in 2009 the year of community living, affirming his commitment to civil rights for Americans with disabilities. And it's why it's so important to him, as it was to Senator Kennedy, that the Affordable Care Act include concrete steps to improve access to community living. We expanded you programs. Pardon me, go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to say to those of us living with epilepsy and all disabilities, I hope you all heard what we're talking about here because many of you, many of us have been denied insurance because of those chronic pre-existing conditions, disabilities. Well, imagine this country, what this is, would do for us. Imagine.
0: Great, just imagine, as great as our country is, you should not have to worry um, about whether or not you're going to have the health insurance you need. The president also spanned programs like Money follows the person and he created new programs like balancing incentive program and community first choice options. These opportunities are helping people move out of institutions back into their communities and to stay in their communities in the first place. Now Governor Romney's message, Joyce, is very different to people with disabilities. It's basically the same message he has for all Americans. You're on your own. And he has said that he would repeal Obamacare. He said, he even said that he'd kill it dead on his first day, taking us back to the days when insurance companies wrote the rules and denied coverage to people with, with uh, pre-existing conditions. And the Romney-Ryan budget would gut Medicaid, endangering coverage for people with disabilities. The president is not going to balance our budget on the backs of the disabled or the poor or senior citizens. That's not the kind of country we are. And uh, the Romney-Ryan budget would mean fewer services and reduced access to care. As the governor, for example, Governor Romney gutted funding for disability programs, calling one of uh, the provided disabled citizens essential personal care, rehabilitation, and recreation. He called it frivolous, Joyce. Frivolous. He even voted, vetoed funding to improve elevators for people with disabilities. Oh, them, oh yeah, he called them, quote, pet Projects that would be, quote, nice to have, even though those measures are required under ADA. And so this, the choice here is so stark. And as we come down to this final stretch towards Election Day, the road's becoming shorter to shorter. We only have seven days left. And our thoughts turn towards our loved ones and to the future that we want for our country. And what the choice we have before us in this election, I believe, is just crystal clear. And we cannot afford to go backwards. We have to go in one direction, Joyce, together, and that direction is forward.
2: That's right. Forward, not backward. Once again, if you're listening to this, and by the way, you're able to download this on iTunes, you're able to listen to it again, anyone can listen to it again by going to voiceamerica.com or benderconsult.com. You have other friends listen to this in the disability community. This is personal. This is personal. Always remember what people would say. If my child is in an automobile accident and has quadriplegia, I might as well give up my home and claim bankruptcy before I would be able to provide health care. Remember, that would change. So, Valerie, do you have a message that you would like to leave with our listeners today? Because I know how busy you are out there at the uh, campaign in Wisconsin.
0: Yes, thank you, Joyce. I would say this to all of your listeners, that this election is about choice. On disability policy, the choice has just never been clearer in our nation's history. And as the president has said, equal access, equal opportunity, the freedom to make our life what we will. These aren't principles that belong to any one group or any one political party. They are common principles. They're American principles. And that's why we need your voice in this election. Everyone who's listening to this uh, terrific radio show, let your voices be heard. And we also are asking for your help. And so I'm going to ask you to do a few important things. Uh, join us for more information. Just go on to website, BarackObamaDOT.com com slash disability. That's barackobama.com slash disability. And if you live in a state that has early votes, please don't wait until election day. I'm here in Wisconsin and our early vote ends here on Friday. And I'm saying to everybody, take advantage of that early vote. You don't know what might come up between now and election day. So don't wait until the last moment. All kinds of things come up. So vote early if you're in a state that has uh early vote. And finally please just reach out to ten people. Ten people who are your friends and tell them why it's so important that they support you and support our president. Uh in North Carolina last time we won North Carolina by fourteen thousand votes, Joyce. That's five votes per precinct. Wow five
2: votes
0: per precinct. So just imagine, and we know, you know, I don't believe in polls very much because the only poll that really matters is the one that closes on Election Day. But our expectation is that this race is going to be really close. And so every vote counts, every voice needs to be heard. And wouldn't it send such a powerful signal that the entire disability community, the entire community got behind the champion for people with disabilities, President Barack Obama, that would be such a
2: wonderful message to send around our country. Oh, wouldn't it? I mean, this is what I tell everyone. We are the silent majority. And listen, we all want to have a voice. This is your chance to have a voice. But we can't do it if we don't vote. We have to vote. Everyone has to vote. And you have to tell everyone else to vote because President Barack Obama has included us And to underline that, with an exclamation point, Valerie Jarrett took time to be on this show today right before the election because she cares about our community, and that comes from the president. Valerie, I cannot thank you enough for spending time with us.
0: Joyce it was my privilege to be on your show. I hope you'll invite me back again when the president has a second term. I will do
2: that and we all, all right. thank you so much, Valerie. All right, Forward take care together.
0: Dear. Forward together. Forward together. Take care, Joyce. Okay. Wow. And with that,
2: we're going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, this is Joyce Bender. America's voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with our next superstar guest. Don't go away.
0: Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
2: Tune in to the Hoffman Connection for inspiration, a life of passion and purpose. Hosts Raz and Grossi and Ed McLoone will bring you ways to remove the blocks in your life that are holding you back Along with their guest experts, Raz and Ed will use their experience and expertise to help you learn to get closer to what matters to you most. And by doing so, improve your life and the lives of others. The Hoffman Connection can be heard live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
1: Hi, I'm Greg Rumbert from the TV show Heroes.
2: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at
2: 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show. What a show. We just had Valerie on, and we just go from one superstar to the next because who better to talk about employment of people with disabilities and how important this election is to us than the man that everyone knows is a superstar in politics, and may I say he is the king of disability, the author of the ADA, former congressman, my friend and yours, Tony Cuello. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Joyce. What a show. My God, that's fabulous. Valerie is absolutely spectacular, and she shows how much she cares and how much the president cares about being on the show today. So that's a great kudos for our community that uh, she would be on the show today calling in from uh, Wisconsin. So uh, kudos.
2: Well, not only that, and I know you know this, Tony, because you've run presidential campaigns. I mean, you know politics at this level. Don't you agree that that would be unusual for someone at her level to be on the show this close to the election?
1: Yeah, with a week to go, not even a week, actually, because election day, it's, uh, campaigning is pretty much over, uh, to set aside time to be on our uh... on a show for our community tells you uh... how much uh... they feel our community is important to the outcome of the election so uh... we uh, have arrived and exactly where the disability community should be and the equation of a winning campaign so i think it's fabulous uh... the disability community for years uh... has just not been considered uh, that important in regards to, uh, presidential politics. Uh, uh, the presidential campaigns have not paid that much attention because they don't think, uh, we deliver, uh, in regards to a vote and that we don't deliver in regards to, uh, political strategy and so forth. But it's pretty obvious that the Obama campaign is really paying attention to us. Uh, uh, they have paid attention in regards to developing strategy. They've paid attention in regards to policy. They've paid attention in regards to politics and so forth. So um, it's. Uh, I think that in regards to uh, the the uh, power of us as a community that we've arrived, and I think that's great for us in regards to getting things done that are important uh... for those of us uh... that are in the disability community so i think that uh... valerie appearing on your show today is the uh... acclimation of that and so i'm really excited uh... that she was on the show she's a tremendous person um but uh... obviously uh... she wouldn't have been on your show today if the president and his team uh, didn't want her to be on.
2: Right. Well, Tony, you heard, and I know you know so much about this, you heard her talk about the Affordable Care Act and how uh, Governor Romney would want to repeal that as soon as he gets into office. How, in your opinion, what would that do?
1: Well, Joyce, uh, one thing I heard her say, and uh, um, I, I happen to... I like it. Um, uh I I like Obamacare. Um, uh I think first off he deserves credit for getting the health care bill passed, so it should be named Obama. And I in fact like the idea that she said that it means Obama cares and so I like the fact that she endorsed it by saying Obamacare's. Um, and so I don't use uh the uh, reform, I don't use any of that fancy stuff. I just call it Obamacare. Um, and so Obamacare, uh, basically, uh, it affects the disability community more than really any other community. Um, it, it, If we just think about it, uh, those of us uh, with uh, a disability, uh, you and I with our epilepsy, uh, it means, uh, you know, I'm 70 years old. For seventy years um, my epilepsy precluded me from getting health care because I have a pre existing uh condition, which meant that an insurance company legally legally could deny me health care. Look could deny me health care because I have a pre existing condition. And no no way could I get health insurance. Uh, now, under Obamacare, uh, I, the insurance companies are prohibited from discriminating against me. But that's true with any pre-existing condition. You cannot discriminate against a person with a disability. I mean, just think of how significant that is. And that's true uh, across the board. Uh, the other thing that's important about Obamacare is it says that today or before Obamacare was put into law, it says that uh, that the insurance companies could say, "Okay, we'll we'll insure you, but if you get cancer, uh, there's a limit at X uh, point when you've spent X amount of dollars." Uh, we will kick you out, and after that, you have to pay for your health care. We're not going to cover you anymore because you spent too much uh, on – we've spent too much on your health care. Well, you know, wait a minute. I thought we paid uh, for insurance to to cover us in case we had a health care problem. So you mean a health, uh, health insurance company that we're only supposed to pay when we're healthy? And if we get sick, then you kick us out? That's what health insurance is all about? So it's only we're paying health insurance premiums only for you to make money and not to provide for protection for us? Obamacare says, whoa, stop. You're not supposed to discriminate at all. You're supposed to cover us when we're healthy, but also if we get sick and there's no limit and so finally Obamacare takes care and it's fair for everybody and so that Obamacare takes care of all of us when we're healthy but also when we get sick and so for all those people out there who are healthy who think well we don't need Obamacare you never know and so you never know when you're going to get sick and you never know how much Uh, insurance you're going to need and so Obamacare comes in and takes care of all kinds of people and what Romney wants to do he wants to repeal Obamacare and he wants to in effect say that you're on your own sorry you're on your own and so for those of us with pre-existing conditions we go back to the old game where we're no longer carry we're no longer covered and you go back to the insurance companies putting a cap and saying sorry we're only going to cover you to a certain amount and after that you're on your own sorry that's what obamacare takes does and it is such a major difference and it's those of us with with disabilities that obamacare makes a huge difference for and i think that's what those of us in the disability community have to understand and appreciate And understand that for us as individuals, but for family members and friends and neighbors, the huge impact that this has and the difference it makes. And we just can't afford to go backwards. This is something that started off with Roosevelt uh, over the years, and that Johnson and others, Clinton and others, have tried to get done. And Obama used all of his political will, all of his leadership to get done, and he got through. And do we want to permit Romney and his minions to turn it back? And when would we ever get it back again? It would take us decades to get something like Obamacare back in in place.
2: And just as you said, Tony, when you talked about the cap, imagine now... If, and I mentioned this to Valerie, if your child, uh, husband, spouse, partner, whatever it is, is in a terrible accident left with quadriplegia or paraplegia, as they often say, if it's, the accident is devastating, you can plan on, if you don't have a, a lot of money, going bankrupt because you know, it's so expensive before even Medicare kicks in. So there's another example of what you're talking about. Well it's not even if you don't have a lot of money.
1: Even if you have money, Joyce, with the with the with the cost of health care, it'll take away everything. And and so this doesn't just protect the poor. This protects middle class. Uh middle class folks, they can be wiped out with with a a health care crisis or an accident or or whatever so Obamacare is it helps a a lot of folks uh, middle-class and the poor and so forth so that that I think people have to understand just the significance the significance of what Obamacare has done and and how his leadership has changed the way that people are protected and what they can plan on and be feel protected against, and the huge significance that this makes, and so forth. And, and that's what I, I get concerned about when people don't appreciate just how much uh, they have uh, what Obama has done for us as citizens by putting all of his political will and all his political power to get this done without the help of republican support except for a couple of senators and that's all it was and no support in the house he used all of his political will to get this done and and we now have it and and uh, and our community our the disability community is the one that is the great beneficiaries of it, and we need to come out in mass. And I and I will say, Joyce, I've been involved, as you know, in politics for, for 40 years, and no president. And I was a great friend and admirer of, of Jimmy Carter, and I was very involved uh, in President Clinton's uh, uh, eight years and 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 activities with with the president, appointments uh, by uh, President Clinton. And uh, and so I've been very involved with the Bushes and so on. But no president, no president has done more for our community than President Obama. No president in the 40 years that I've been involved. Uh, and And I don't think people really appreciate all the things that he has done. Uh, I can tell you that I've been involved in, in getting the president to make high-level appointments in the federal government, uh, uh, political appointments. And he has made more high-level appointments uh, in the last four years than any president uh, in the history of this country uh, in just the four years. In the next four years, he'll even make that many more. Um, and he's already committed to making a hundred thousand uh, uh federal employees, uh, people with disabilities, um, in uh in the next uh, four years, uh this year and the next four years. Uh but I'm talking about the top political employees that he's that he's made, but he's gonna make a hundred thousand federal employees. Um, no president's done that. Uh, President Clinton uh, made that commitment uh, at the last year of his uh, administration, uh, in his eighth year. But the Bush, uh, George W., did not carry it out. Uh, but uh, Obama not only made the commitment of 100,000, but then he set a target for each of the federal agencies and the department's and said they had to comply with it and is published in the federal register every month as to what they're doing and so they have to comply with it and so uh... those those goals are set so so not only did obama set the target but he's making sure that every department every agency is following through and we can monitor it uh... so if you go through all these things uh... we can see uh what he's actually uh following up with and and the difference that is being made but one of the more significant things uh as the author original author of, of the ADA um the one thing that we have seen that is very significant is that the justice department and I think this will be one of the huge legacies of this administration the justice department has enforced the ADA more than any administration since it was adopted, you you can every week you can see uh, on the record of a uh, Justice Department uh, filing a suit against a state, against a city, against a county, against a company, uh, enforcing the ADA. There has been it's unprecedented what they have done, enforcing the law, making sure that these governments. And corporations, so forth, are complying with requirements of ADA. As the author of the ADA, I love it, uh, because finally you're seeing the teeth of the ADA being enforced and complied with. And what they're doing is they're getting agreements by these different agencies, these governments, and these corporations. And the difference that that is making is, is just unprecedented and that, I think, is one of the legacies of this administration just in these four years. So I don't think we as a community really understand and appreciate just what this president has done.
2: Right. I agree with you, Tony. And you were talking about, you know, how uh, Obamacare, if it was repealed, how that would hurt us. What about this former budget uh, that of Ryan that wants to uh, really reduce Medicaid, what would that do?
1: Well if if you if you listen to um, uh, what Romney has said he he basically uh, appointed uh, Ryan as his vice presidential running mate and then of course the Ryan uh, budget was approved uh, Ryan is the chairman of the budget committee in the house it was approved by the house representatives but rejected in the senate uh, because it's draconian Um, and but uh, uh, Romney has said that he doesn't necessarily agree with it but you know for a fact that if if uh, Ryan were to become the vice president uh, that is exactly what uh, uh, Romney would present he's never denied it um, and basically what they would end up doing is doing away uh, with uh, a lot of the uh, uh, services and the programs of Medicaid. Medicaid would be cut back severely. When you talk about that, what do you mean? You're basically talking about a lot of the disability programs. It goes right after disabilities, and and so, um, uh, again, uh, when, uh, who gets hurt but us? Um and, uh, if you, if you look at, uh, what a lot of the, the members in the, in the Senate, uh, are, are doing, uh, they basically are starting to go after the ADA as well. Uh, and so basically with Paul Ryan and, uh, some of the senators, uh, we're going to be hurt with the ADA, Medicaid, uh, and that uh, Ryan budget. So we're going to be hurt across the board with, with, uh, with, the, with the Ryan uh,
2: budget plan. Well, Tony, you know the disability community, we have a large community. But as you said, finally we're being recognized. But then we too have to do our part. Um, and do you have any suggestions, people listening to the show, what suggestions do you have to get them, uh, getting others out there to vote? Well, I think, first
1: off, Joyce, we have to recognize as individuals that this is important. Um, and we have to recognize that if we don't uh, uh, understand that this is critical, that uh, this man, uh, this president, uh, is really uh, uh, the best that our community has had, uh, as I've said in the history of our country, as far as our community is concerned. If we don't understand that, then we won't get out and do what needs to be done. What we need to do is to recognize that, then get our family, our friends, our neighbors, uh to get out and vote and vote now. Uh there's early voting in lots of states. We need to get out and vote early and then we need to get our friends to vote early or on election day. Um it is it is a critical election for us because it's not only uh whether or not the opponent um, uh wins and there's some question about what they would or would not do um, Mr. Romney, uh, and particularly Mr. Ryan, they've said what they're going to do. Uh, Mr. Romney says that he's going to repeal uh, uh, Obamacare. He has said it. Uh, Mr. Ryan has said it as well. Uh, Mr. Romney has said what he's going to do with Medicaid. Mr. Ryan has said what he wants to do with Medicaid. I mean, they have openly said what they want to do with those programs that affect our daily lives. Um, they have been aggressive about it, uh, so it isn't a question of us trusting. It's a question of just us reading and listening and understanding what they want to do. And so it's a it's a it's a wide open plain choice. Uh, and then when you want to look at the Supreme Court, uh, there's going to be at least one opening, um, maybe two. Uh, but one opening, and if you, uh, permit an, uh, an appointment to come to the Supreme Court, uh, the ADA is now, uh, cases are going to the Supreme Court. Uh, there are, they're very open about trying to repeal ADA. Uh, what would that do to us if the ADA were repealed? Uh, so, uh, you have, uh, some of these Republican senators who now say the ADA is unconstitutional. Um, and so, uh, I think the attack on our community is is uh, very much in the open, uh, well talked about. And so, those of us in our community need to understand that this is the time to take action, and we should take it now.
2: Right, um, and Tony, even that one thing you just mentioned about the Supreme Court judges. As you just said, and I guess a lot of people don't realize or talk about that, but wow, that could really hurt us in reference to the ADA.
1: Absolutely, Joyce. I mean, uh, one, uh, there are several senators now who are saying that uh, the ADA is unconstitutional under the Commerce Clause, and uh, there's a couple that uh, senators, Republican senators who in my view, will get elected this time um, that are part of that group. Uh, and so they will uh, be pushing hard if Romney were to get elected uh, to get somebody who's of that view. And so what we need to do is to be smart about this. Uh, this is something for us in our community to recognize as a real threat. Um, so it isn't uh, something to, for us to be passive about and and to say, well, it doesn't make any difference if I vote. It doesn't make any difference uh, how I vote uh, because of this or that. It's critical how we vote. It's critical that we recognize that, one, we have a real true friend who understands, who has our back, and that we need to make sure that we get out there and vote and we vote now. And so if we don't understand that, we make a huge mistake. Uh, we've got to protect our friend who has our back and make sure that the people who don't appreciate us, who don't understand what we're all about and don't want to protect us, don't get in.
2: Right. That's right. That is so right. And, Tony, Valerie talked about the early vote, and I noticed she just brought that up. Um, there are certain states that have the early vote and others that do not. But if your state does have that, why is that so important?
1: Well, it's important from several points of view, Joyce. First off, it's important because if state has an early vote, uh, get out there and vote because something may come up between now and election day that prevents you from voting—some personal thing or, or you know you just can't get there for whatever reason uh... so get out and vote vote now because that makes sure that you you can vote number one number two um then what you do then you should try to get other people to vote after you vote uh... uh and number three uh... your vote counts early and they take polls of that and then people get out there like in now in some states uh... they're showing that uh... obama's ahead and that creates uh... Uh, a very positive uh, feeling of that Obama is doing well, and so forth. And that's what we want. We want people to understand that people are turning out, people are voting, that the president is doing well, the president is is winning. And that's what we want. We want people to understand that that uh, people are coming out and supporting our president.
2: Right, and, and you heard Valerie say how in North Carolina, that was amazing last year, how there were so few votes,
1: you know, that's well, how they she won. She was saying five per, five per precinct is what made the difference in North Carolina. Five people per precinct, five votes per precinct.
2: Think about that. That's why, I, you know, this is Congressman Tony Coelho you're listening to. This is the man that wrote the Americans with Disabilities Act. This is our national, really, disability leader everywhere, let alone throughout the world. But. Listen to him about the power of that one vote. Don't get in your mind it doesn't matter. It does matter um, by just by Tony and Valerie telling us about that. If you get out and vote, as Tony said, then you could get other people out to vote. And, Tony, what advice may you have? There may be people uh, that have a hard time because, you know, they're in a wheelchair or have other disabilities. Uh, do you have any advice in that case?
1: Well, you can uh, you still have time to do absentee ballot. Uh you can request one. Uh you can go and vote uh early vote, but you can do absentee if there's no early voting uh in your state. Uh you can go get an absentee ballot uh and uh and, and vote. Uh, but you you got to you got to commit yourself to make a difference. Don't don't let us lose uh, by just a couple of votes. So look at, I was chair of the Gore campaign. Uh, and you know what happened in that situation. Uh, we lost just by, uh, a few votes. I take the position, uh, that we won, but the Supreme Court took it away from us. Uh, but, uh, the point is, is it was that close. If we had more people voting in a couple of states, uh, the Supreme Court couldn't have even taken it away from us. Uh, but, Uh, that's how close these elections are and this is going to be a close one and our community can make a difference our community can make it not close Uh, our community can win this for the president and in effect we can say thank you mr president we have your back thank you for having our back for these years thank you for making a difference for our community and as a result of that we're gonna have your back we're gonna vote we're gonna vote early we're gonna make a difference we're going to say thank you, and we want you to help us now for the next four years and making our lives better, getting us the jobs that we need, helping us in 503 and making sure that contractors, federal contractors and subcontractors uh, provide those jobs that, that we need and so forth. And he's committed to that. Uh, we just need to get him reelected so that uh, we can make a difference in the jobs for those of us disabilities there's a lot yet to be done and uh, and I'm working directly with he and his people to try to make a, a difference in those areas as well but we need to get those next four years
2: that's right we need to get those next few year four years and as Valerie said go forward not go backwards that's right and and when do you ever remember Tony someone that high in administration saying that we could make the difference as you just said
1: yeah i mean the the point is is that uh... we have valerie as our surrogate i mean this is what's exciting that we have somebody who is uh... the the friend of the president the closest confidant to the president in the white house who's been a president of the president for twenty two years who actually uh... is one who who, uh, uh, gave, uh, Michelle her first job, who, uh, has dinner with the President and the First Lady, uh, several nights a week, uh, who travels with the President and Michelle all the time, and, uh, who is our surrogate, who's, uh, are the confidant to the disability community, uh, she, uh, is the one who meets with us and so forth, uh, and so this is a tremendous asset for us and so uh, uh, this means that we can get a lot more done of things that uh, that are needed um, we we work uh, with her very closely on so many issues and we can do that uh, in the next four years so this is why it's so critical uh, that uh, we get the president uh, reelected so that we can continue to work with uh, the president and with Valerie, uh, to get 503 done and, uh, to get so many other things done that are needed, uh, for, for our community. This is the most access that we've ever had as a community. Uh, just think the progress that we've made and w- the progress that we can make in the next four years with this relationship as opposed to, uh, the relationship, uh, that we wouldn't have, uh, with, uh, a Romney administration who attitudinally uh, just doesn't believe uh, that uh, we should have uh, the uh, opportunities that we have now, um, basically who want to uh, support legislation that peels away uh, a lot of the uh, protections of the ADA, who want to cut back on uh, Medi- Medicaid, uh, who, uh, would not support, uh, the breakthroughs that we have just got on, on Homestead. Uh, who want to do away and repeal, uh, Obamacare. Uh, all those things that we've made great progress on in the last, uh, few years. Uh, all those things that have moved our community forward, that, uh, other communities have benefited from, and that we are the last community Finally, to make a breakthrough with this administration, with this president, we are finally getting what we should have as part of this great American dream. We're finally getting there, and to get a major setback and to go to the back of the bus again, uh, we just don't want that. And that's why it's so important to to give this president four more years to to get uh, uh, our community. Well, where it should be.
2: Well, Tony, first of all, I just want to say it is an honor to have you on the show, and it is everyone should know he is out there fighting for us every day. He does have our back all the time. But I hope that you not only listen to him, and Valerie Jarrett, but that you tell everyone else to listen to this show. You can download it on iTunes. You can get it from voiceamerica.com or benderconsult.com. Voice America is going to keep it out there. You've got to go back and listen and listen and get it out to the disability community. So, Tony, before we close the show, do you have a message you would like to leave with our listeners?
1: Joyce, I, I would. First off, thank you for your program. Uh, thank you for your commitment. And I hope people understand um, just how uh, uh, committed I am on this. I generally uh, don't get uh, so uh, emotional about uh, something as I am about this election. I am very, very committed because uh, I've worked so many years to get uh, uh, the community where we are today uh, under uh, both parties, uh, I've worked, as I've said, with uh, going back uh, uh, to uh, President Johnson's uh, day, and I've worked with uh, both Papa Bush and, and W. Bush and, and uh, Carter and, and Clinton and and, uh, and now uh, President Obama, um, and. And I really feel strongly about where we are and the progress that we've made. And, and I just uh, feel very, very strongly that we have to take advantage of the opportunity that we have now, and the progress that we've made in, in the last uh, four years. And we just can't turn back right now. And, and where the, the uh, uh, Romney administration wants to take us back is just a huge mistake for our community and this is a very very close election and our community can make a difference and i just hope our community turns out in big numbers and and that uh, we uh, vote and vote early and so i plead with everybody to let's make a difference let's just make a difference in this election
2: and i certainly agree with that This is so important. Get out and vote. Vote early. Tell everyone else to vote. Tell everyone to listen to this show, because we can. We can be the group that has made the difference in the re-election. I will repeat the quote I told Valerie earlier that our friend and Tony's late friend, Justin Dart, said repeatedly, vote as if your life depends on it. Because it does. Never has that been so appropriate as in this election. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters, at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next
0: week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters, right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.